This is a warning and disclaimer for listeners. This podcast will be rated for 18 years of age and older for a mature age targeted audience. If you choose to listen to this podcast, this is at your own risk. All opinions are my own and of the articles that I choose to use, and I will reflect them in the description below. By listening to this podcast, you understand these opinions are mine and will respect them and my freedom of speech as this is recorded in the United States of America. This will not be forced on you in any way. Please use this time now to back out if you choose. I'm aware of everything that's wrong with me But still you accept me anyway I live with the past I can't get past And it still haunts me So I'm asking for the courage to make a change By your grace I have hope What is going on you guys? Welcome to another episode of the Next Milestone Podcast. I'm your host, Matthew Moran, and this week we have Rodell Enderies with us from the Houston, Texas area. Rodell is no stranger to running in the Houston area. If you were from there, you likely know exactly who I'm talking about. Rodell was heavily involved with lots of run groups, such as Space City Elite, the Good Guys Run Club, and the Freaks Run Club. He is also a League of Garmin runner, as well as a 2024 Chevron Houston Marathon Ambassador. Uh, Rodell is planning on running the full marathon this week, because this is marathon week. So this is a very special kind of episode, and I kind of timed it for this week specifically um if you're in the houston area on january 10th 2024 at the mk heights mkt heights i'm sorry at 6 p.m there will be a a shakeout run if you guys would like to participate it is going to be a collaboration with the uh, chevron houston marathon team uh, garmin league running space city elite running the good guys run club and freaks run club so I just wanted to give that event a shout out. Like I said, this is Marathon Week for Louisiana Marathon as well as Houston, Texas Marathon. So this episode's coming out perfectly for, you know, any new beginners or, you know, people approaching the half or the full that may just want some last minute little advice from me and Rodell. However, I will say that this is my first marathon that I will ever complete. I have done lots of you know, specific long runs and things like that with my training that are in the upper mid twenties, I guess you can say, but I have not done the full distance of 26.2 miles. So I'll just be kind of adding in small things, but Rodeau will be speaking about, you know, his learned mistakes as well. Thank you guys for tuning in weekly as you do. Uh, If you're not subscribed already, please do subscribe, share this episode with a friend and please leave a rating as well as this will help grow the show. Um, this is Marathon Week, like I was saying. So hope you guys have a great run if you are participating in any of the events, whether it's the fulls, halves, or you know any of the 10Ks or 5Ks at these two specific events. I'm sure there are other marathons that are going on during you know uh, January 14th, but this is going to be for specifically kind of driven towards Louisiana Marathon and Houston Marathon. Hope you guys enjoy the episode.
All right, and today on the next milestone podcast, we have Rodell with us. How are you doing today, man? Doing well. How are you doing, man? Good. Uh, this podcast will be fueled by A Game Hydration Drinks. As a hybrid athlete such as myself, A Game Drinks help me fuel up prior and post runs, along with lift sessions in the gym. Hydration is a major component to an athlete's performance, and this beverage will help you come back better so you can bring your A game every time. So, Rodell, tell us a little bit about your background. Yeah. All right. So, I think just uh, just in the beginning, man, I was born in uh, South Florida, grew up in Miami, Florida, and um, you know I did a lot of things growing up. Um, played mostly video games <laughs> growing up. Didn't really have a lot of sports and fitness. Um, my, my parents both work pretty much shift. My dad did days, my dad, my mom did nights. So we didn't really have a lot of opportunities for me to go and get out there and really do, you know, any sort of physical activity. So I like to say like, you know, I was a music kid growing up for a while. Um, we went on a run. I don't know if we want to tell people, but we did, we did a little run before this. And so we had a little pre pre interview, right? But on my run and when it growing up, you know, it was, was really into music. I was in marching band and did all that stuff. And High school, I did. I went to music magnet, so I didn't even have any sports, and you know, I didn't really, really think that, that fitness was really that you know really big part of you know of anybody's life. I mean, it was my wasn't really a big part of my life. I just figured that you know some people did you know athletic stuff, and some people and I did music stuff, and that was it. And so I I was right there at at, at the at that end point, you know, in in high school, um, my senior year, I told my my parents, yeah, I think I want to be a musician. I think I want to be a classical musician. I played the bassoon. We did this whole 10, I'll give you 10 guesses. And right. usually my friends are like, hey, you get 10 guesses to guess what instrument I played. Most people don't get it. And I'd say Matt got on the third or fourth try, which is amazing. <laughs> uh, so I played the bassoon, you know, um, in high school. And I really loved it. And, you know, my parents couldn't afford it. Um, this might be a little fun trivia, but how much, how much do you think a bassoon costs, like for a college level? Mm, I don't know, probably about 60,000. Oh, no. <laughs> 60, no. Yeah, it's, usually I get like one or 2,000, 60,000. No. Uh, I, I got, know. yeah. <laughs> I got, so my parents had to take it alone. It was a $10,000 instrument. That's crazy. And, you know, you know, with, you know, my, my parents are, you know, I'm first generation American. My parents are both born in the Philippines and, and came here. Um, and so usually just the stereotypes is, you know, if you come to the States, right? Oh, you'd be a doctor, lawyer, engineer. Those are your three options. Right. And when I told them I want to be a classic musician, they were like, I, I, I thought that they were going to be like, no, absolutely not. But right. my dad asked me once, he said, are you sure? I said, yeah. And no questions asked. They, 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 took, they took a chance out on me. And so that really made me appreciate my parents. And so long story, this is not the background you're probably asking for. No, it's all good. <laughs> it's all good. It's all part of it. But um, yeah, I did, I, did, I did music and you know, I almost did it for a living. And then you know, at the last minute, I, I did the little switcheroo and I said, yeah, I think I want to go do engineering, do engineering instead. Um, and then after that, you know, I went to the University of Florida. So go Gators to all your LSU listeners. <laughs> um, and yeah, I really just kind of started trying to go to the gym more. I was trying to try and do some lifting. I didn't know what the heck I was doing. I was just picking stuff up at the gym at your local college, right. you know, college gym. And I was uh, dating a girl at the time. This was my junior year of college. And she wanted to run the Disney half marathon. And I was like, oh, man, that sucks. I don't, I don't want to run. Like running's dumb. Like I want to, I want to pick up things. I want to be huge. I want to like, you know, be like this like muscle guy. Right. Like you are, Matt. <laughs> and, you know, uh, she said, hey, like, you know, I want to run this Disney half marathon. You know, would you take me? And so the drive from Gainesville, where University of Florida is, to Orlando is about two hours. 
And I was like, oh gosh, if I got to drive, if to wake up at 4 a.m. just to take you to this half marathon, I might as well just do it too, whatever. So this is the week of the mar- half marathon. I literally had never run more than like a 5K before to my knowledge. And I literally bought my first pair of running shoes, Brooks Ghost 10, that Saturday at the expo right before the half marathon. And the next day, it was run, walk, run, walk, run a mile, walk a mile, run a mile, walk a mile. It was miserable. But you know, the energy was there, man. You know, just to right. be around all these, these runners and people that are cheering you on. Oh, my gosh. It, it, was, it really just gave me so much energy, even though I, didn't, I had no business being in the half marathon. I did not train at all. And I was looking at my times and I saw, man, I, I ran the half marathon three hours and 10 minutes. I don't, don't know what that pace is now. Maybe somebody, somebody on the phone can do the math or Matt's can do the math, the math for us. Um, but yeah, I did, I did that. And then after that, just kind of started this whole thing of running in my life where it really just became kind of like a passion for me. Um, you know, I was no college runner by any means. I was an engineering student going in you know, those next few years. But it was it did the Miami Half Marathon a year or two after that, and then my senior year I had my bucket list thing. I said I'm gonna run my first full marathon, um, and I ran my first full marathon. And I said, you know, I'm gonna do my first marathon, and I will never do a marathon again. But you know, you do that first one, and you know, you just keep going, and you just had a, just had a really great time. My first half marathon, like I said, was three hours and ten minutes. My first full marathon was four hours and 20 minutes. Um, I think Matt's doing the math right there also in the background. Well, uh, so I, I pulled up the half marathon pace chart and uh, it stops at three hours. <laughs> but and that, that said, um, it was at 13.44 for three hours. So I mean, yes. let's go ahead and say about 14, yeah, 15, 10. Yeah, minimal pace, something like that. That like basically is walking. Just about, yeah. For, yeah, for, for those who are like really into running and, 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 you know, that are really trying to test themselves when you're running 14 minute mile pace. I mean, that's basically walking to, right. to uh, somebody who's really trying to challenge themselves. And what year was that in? That was, oh my goodness, that was 20, I believe that was 2017 or 2018. Okay. And yeah. I know you just did one recently. So like just, Oh yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's compare <laughs> that time to. That's great. That's, that's a good point. Yeah. So I did my, this is, I did a half marathon really been gunning it this year, really focused on running. I did it in an hour and 28 minutes and 14 seconds. Drastic change. Drastic change. So you talk about, you say a 14 minute mile pace. That's down to about six minute, 44, six minute, 45 minute mile pace. So, I mean, if you look yeah. at the graph, I mean, <laughs> you're, you're trending up, bro. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's been awesome, man. And, and this, this, this sport, man, it's addicting. Um, what I was saying is I told myself I would just do one marathon in 2019. That was my first full marathon. I'll never do one again. And then I did it. And I was like, wait, this is a lot of fun. And I did it again. I was just slightly faster. And I just do it again. I do it again. Do it again. So I told myself I would do one marathon a year until, you know, until I can't. I don't know why I said that to myself, but now I'm stuck doing it. It stinks. But <laughs> yeah, um, I was, I was, I was told to get to look up, look at my times. And so my first marathon, which was in the, the Tomoka, uh, marathon in Ormond beach, Florida. They unfortunately don't do it anymore. That was like one of my, I wanted to go back and do that marathon, but unfortunately it, it kind of died off with the lack of, uh, the lack of uh, participation. The last mile of that marathon is, is a giant bridge. What the heck? Like why would people do that? But that was my first marathon. That was a 418, four hours and 18 minute pace. That was a 942 minute mile pace. 
a year later, I did the Houston, the Chevron Houston marathon. We'll, t- we'll get, I guess we'll talk more about that later, but, um, I finished that in four hours and one minute cause minute, my goal was to break, uh, four hours. I didn't get there, unfortunately, but nine minute, nine minute, three, nine minute and three second minute mile pace. So really, I mean, that was, that's, that's already almost 20 minute, you know, bump up. Um, the next year after that Houston marathon, that was my third marathon. That was, um, <laughs> that was a virtual, that was during COVID. And that was probably the, the worst experience of my life, but it was, it was very humbling to like tell myself, Hey, I'm going to run 26 miles, 26.2 miles and just do it solo. <laughs> I had some friends who came and, you know, came to cheer me on, you know, with at least six feet apart, you know, it was COVID. Um, and that was four minutes, four hours and 20 minutes. So that was about I'm almost 10 minute mile pace, which understandable because I'm running virtually. That's kudos to people who do virtual marathons. I'm sure you've seen that before. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Those people are crazy. And we were talking about that too earlier while I was running. Like just imagine, <laughs> I, I have to imagine, but you did it. So, uh, but for a listener listening to this, it's like if, if you ran a marathon before, which I have not, I will be doing my first one in January. Yeah, and we're going to talk about yeah. that here shortly. Yes, but the just imagine like you're doing a super hard effort for a very long time and no one is watching you (laughs) like you really have to dig down deep and think why are you doing this you know what i mean like there is no no other gratification you know like you don't even get a medal at the end right they have to mail it to you or something they mailed actually mailed to you at the beginning so okay so so i'm like i'm like dude why don't i just take a bird or like you know get get a get a car and just drive around at this pace like why am i even actually doing this yeah, yeah, that's that's wild. <laughs> but I, I don't know. I just can't fathom thinking about you know running something like that. Like yesterday, for example, I ran twenty three and a quarter miles. Yeah, by myself, and nobody's there watching. You know what I mean? <sighs> Only Strava, <laughs> and, that, and that's that's post. You know, it, it's just like whenever you're doing it, you have to do it because you want to, and, and you have to have that grind and that dedication to want to become better. Because there's, like you said, there's nobody else doing it for you. You have to do it yourself. But absolutely yeah i just I, I don't know man it's just like doing a virtual marathon it's like <laughs> even after you finish it's like well like i could have done this for free yeah you know what i mean like a, like a normal training run but you're right oh my gosh i did pay for that man yeah it makes you think huh it's kind of it's kind of kind of crazy with, what's wrong with me man <laughs> uh but just anyway just following the trend I, I know maybe maybe just babbling now at this point but marathon number four that was i broke i broke four hours just my goal i had a 350 so eight minute three eight minute eight minute three eight second mile pace which is awesome and then um this year i did just finished my fifth mar- fifth full marathon three hours and 40 42 minute miles so it's about somewhere with 820 or 830 minute mile pace so you know constantly constantly getting better and i guess we'll talk we'll get more into it but now like that was january and since january i've made a lot of drastic changes in my life um in regards to fitness and even my personal life and I've really taken running a lot more seriously now. I mean, if you were to tell me go run at 340, I could have done that maybe two or three months ago with like barely any training. And now, you know, like you said, like an hour and 28 minute mile half marathon, right? That's 645 minute mile pace. I mean, it, the math doesn't math to where you're like, oh, I, I just do it twice and I'm good to do a sub three hour marathon, but full marathon. But it's easier said than yeah, done. Yeah, easier said than something. You know, some people can do it. But uh, for me, um, I've really just. Running was my was my personality. For those of you who will see my social media at some point, you're like, oh yeah, this guy just it's just his, he just likes to run. He really does love running. It really was my personality trait, just as a social thing for a few years. But now it became 
this year where I've, I've learned a lot, you know, I've, I've learned about myself and really pushed myself and really trying to push my own limits because I made a lot of sacrifices in, in regards to like my fitness. Um, I, you know, I used to do CrossFit pretty religiously and now I, I don't. And I also, um, really, I just, at this point I rarely lift. I very, I lift enough to where, you know, it'd keep my body, you know, from, from, you know, a little bit of cross training to keep, to keep myself from, you know, injury from injury with injury prevention. But, um, yeah, I run at this point, you know, coming kind of peaking in the marathon training cycle. I'm putting about 60 minutes, 60 miles a week now at this point. Right. And I changed my diet coming, coming from January. And since about March, I've been putting in at least 30 miles a week. So there has not been a week since March that I have not done that. And that's drastically different from like my last marathons, all five marathons before that. I didn't know what the heck I was doing. I was just following. I didn't, my first speed workout on a track was a year ago in December ish last year. Cause I didn't know what I was doing. And then right. I was just going online and looking up different training, like marathon training plans. Like who's like, what the heck's a fart? Like I'm not going to do a fart like, or what's, what's a, what's a track? I don't even know like what, you know, 400 meters is like how far that is. I'd never touched a track before. So like, I'm just going to run the miles, like whatever. I don't care. But now it's like, this is, I need to be really be committed to this plan or commit to like whatever my coach says. Um, and I'm seeing the results. Um, it's, it's awesome. And, I mean, that's what it's about, just being better every day. So that's my long-winded intro. Hopefully yeah, no, that, man. That I, answers your question. I agree. No. Uh, so I was going to ask, you know, how you how you got started into running, but you, you mentioned that you was dating a girl at the time in Florida, and then she, she got you into the half marathon at Disney World. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, did y'all dress up for that, by the way? Oh, no, I did not. Uh, I think I you probably would have ran a little faster if you did. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, uh, no, I, I I'll go back now, man. I'll do the uh, the I think the the, prin- the princess. There's a Disney princess half marathon. I mean, there are guys in like tutus like running. Oh like, no, sub three sub but sub three hour marathons. I mean, that's just a flex at that point. I, I like, think they'd have to pay me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't think I'm uh, I'm not ready to turn in my man. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. But it is uh, it's a it's super impressive. Oh yeah, for sure. Um. So tell us about the run groups that you're involved in in oh, Houston yeah. and, and how that has like, you know, changed into like your, oh, your yeah. training cycle and stuff. For sure. Yeah. And, and, and going back to it, like, like I said, I, the last five marathons and again, for five years, I didn't even know what the heck I was doing. Um, I was not really running with any running groups. I ran with one running group, um, one club called Kung Fu Running Club here in, in Houston, Texas. I would just run with them once a week. You know, we'd run about three or four miles and I would drink a beer after and that was it. And then I'd maybe do my long run on the weekend. So I wasn't really getting that many miles. And I was probably clocking in, you know, 10 miles a week at most until uh, peaking around maybe like a 20, 25 mile a week for like once and start tapering. Um, so a few things I'm involved in here in Houston. Um, the first thing that um, um, I spend the most time doing, um, I'm in this, this uh, program for Garmin called the League of Garmin. And so um, my, my role is the, is the basically Houston captain. So my, my role is kind of just to pull, yeah, League of Garmin, uh, or pull Garmin and kind of help Garmin kind of reach out, do some outreach here in the, here in the Houston area. And so we have a whole bunch of people, which, you know, maybe we could put a link out for the, the application for the League of Garmin. But essentially is you join that league and you help kind of promote a lot of different Garmin things, give away different giveaways, little koozies, pens, and all the fun stuff. So for those of you that are in the Houston area or who are potentially doing the Chevron Houston Marathon or the Ramco Half Marathon or even the, 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 the different race events going on, um, in two days at um, MKT Heights, um, a few of the clubs that I run with are, are collaborating with Garmin, 
Houston Marathon Committee, um, as well as you know these these clubs that I run with. So the Good Guys Run Club, that's one of the clubs I do on, on my Wednesdays. Um, Freaks Run Club, um, which I do um, on Fridays, which is, that's a fun club because it's a different running route every single Friday, which is you know really good times. And then Space City Elite, which is kind of like my smaller training groups. So um, to kind of go back to the running groups that you know, we were talking about, I run with all three of those groups and even more, at least here, here in Houston, there is a, a, at least one or two, even three clubs to run with every single day here, which is awesome. So for those of you that, you know, need, you know, extra like motivation people, that's, that's me. I think I need people to kind of, kind of push me and, or even, you know, challenge me. Um, and that's how I think I got to where I am today. Um, that is a great way to kind of, you know, keep yourself motivated. You know, a lot of these clubs too, you know, you run, you know, three or three to five miles, and then after that, it's usually set at a bar, so you go get a beer after, and you know that's that's all the motivation I need sometimes. <laughs> but yeah, like I said, uh, those are the three groups I really run with: Good Guys Run Club on my Wednesday, Social Runs, Freaks is on Friday uh, for Social Runs, and then Space Elite is for my training group, where guys were really, really trying to push our limits, doing you know lots of speed workouts together and track workouts. But yeah, go ahead. right, and that's where we met um, this past. I guess late summer, early fall, um, one of our mutual friends, Mokhtar, introduced us at the Good Guys Run Club at the um, HK, HTK? Or? Uh, M- MKT, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. But that's where we met at, and I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed that social run. I think that was, I had just kind of like recently, I was running, but like after that summer, I was like, I'm doing this, you know oh, what yeah. I mean? Like, Heck yeah. I had like, I think <laughs> I just ran like my first half in like a training run mm-hmm. and I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm going for the marathon. Like I think I had signed up either like right before I came or like right yeah. after it was somewhere around that period, but I had signed up for the Louisiana marathon. Yeah. That's the same day as the uh, Houston Chevron marathon as well. But that's whenever I got serious, you know, I was like, I was just kind of running for fun and cause I liked it and I enjoyed it and oh, yeah. wanted to see how it was going to go for me. I'd ran a couple five K's and, you know, I did well and I placed in a, a few times, but and then I, I did a, my first uh, 10K in March, and I was like, you know, like, that that wasn't bad, but, like, I threw up at the finish line of that, you know what I mean? Like, really? Oh, my gosh. Right. Like, I pushed myself too hard, <laughs> you know what I mean? And, like, I just didn't know what I was doing at the time. Yeah. And, like, looking back to, let's say, if, if you want to reflect on how I've grown since March to last weekend, I shaved, I think, like, 12 minutes off with the time. Yeah. And, like, I didn't, you know, throw up at the finish line, and... <laughs> a place way higher than you know before yeah. it's just i don't know it's like incredible what you can do whenever you come really determined and a lot of things can turn around in a short amount of time if you if you really put in the work but yeah. like i said a few minutes ago like nobody's going to do it for you you definitely have to do it yourself but um oh yeah i don't know i, I like that running group and I'm, I'm involved with a few running groups um in baton rouge as well i mean baton rouge just does have a smaller running community compared to houston I do meet up with uh, the Happy's Run Club and the Varsity Sports Group, but kind of like something I haven't really. Well, actually, I don't even want to say it, so I'm gonna I'm keep holding it to myself until <laughs> till then. But I'll tell yeah. you, I'll tell you off camera. But Uh-oh. um, it's just like I, I'm I'm kind of considering doing something new in the Baton Rouge area, and I just don't know how the area is gonna react to it yet. So I just kind of want to keep that to myself for right now. But um. So do you recommend other people running in run groups or what do you, what do you think? Yeah. Oh, so I was, so I was going to say, so for running groups, I, and I was very, very, you know, uh, very specific to say, yeah, those are my souls, like social groups. 
you know, uh, for my training plan, you know, my, my typical workouts look like Tuesday is speed day. Friday is my tempo day and Sunday is my long run day. All four days in the rest of the week, that's just my free, free way for me to go and get miles to get my total miles for the week, you know, cause you need to work on your, your, your aerobic, you know, obviously anaerobic is very important, right? You want to get those, those fast workers, but aerobic, you know, you really want to get, get your body used to just running with running, running, just the idea of, of running, getting miles in your legs. It doesn't need to be hard, hard efforts. Um, on our run, we talked about people like Des Linden, right? Like one of the, one of the faster, uh, you know, female elites right now out there, you know, running with Brooks, she's, I believe, and, and you have to correct me if I'm wrong after this, but I think it was about 2.30, 2.40, and if it's faster than that, sorry, Des Linden, if you're listening to this, but the point is that she's an elite marathon runner, um, and her easy runs, or just her regular runs where she's not doing a workout, they're like 8.30, nine-minute mile pace, you know, and if she's running like, you know, whatever that is, a sub, sub six or around six-minute six minute mile marathons at that pace, you know, if you know, that mean there's no need to have your our ego run. So like your your mile days, like today when we ran this morning, you know, we just kind of kept it easy. And you were talking conversational pace. I mean, that's important to like have that. Um, right, and that's something I yeah. kind of lack myself. Like I don't mm-hmm. do that a whole lot. And I was kind of oh, telling yeah. like my buddies that we ran with, I was like, man, like that was the slowest I ran <laughs> in a long time. You know, yeah. like and and not trying to insult anybody, it's just like. I feel like running slower is harder for me. Oh yeah, I, I don't know about you, but I've like, heard, yeah, I've heard that before. A lot, of, a lot of people, you know, one of my friends who they ran in college, you know, we were running, you know, some the same pace we were, maybe even faster, maybe like eight thirties and nines, and we we're talking the whole time. And they're like, I just hate running slow, but the reality is, is that it's it's, it's good for you, you know. I right. I um um I think just for me, my experiences, in, in, at least with my body. You know those days where I'm running, running that Monday, Wednesday, or or Sunday, or whatever Thursday, where I'm just running easy and running with my friends and talking. I've seen the really the I've seen the results on my actual race days, um, even my speed days. I'm like, oh my gosh, like I'm more, I'm like just more like more ready to you know, take on my speed days. Like if you feel like and, and even going into your speed workouts like Tuesdays or your Fridays. I think a lot of times we get this wrong feeling where, oh my gosh, if I didn't, if I'm not dying, if I'm not vomiting at the end of my workout, that means that it was a failure. Like it wasn't a good workout. Like, no, absolutely not. Like your body needs to recover and you don't need to bring yourself to the point of like exhaustion every single time. There's time and place for it. And especially that day, especially race day, that's, that's where it needs to go all out. And maybe it's okay to vomit. Maybe not. My coach will probably tell me, no, don't, don't vomit ever. But I don't know. I'm a little hard headed. I pay him a lot and I don't, I don't, I don't listen to him, but that's, <laughs> that's my MO. But yeah, I, I would say for, to, to go back to your first question about the, or your second question about the, um, social runs. Yeah. For me, that, that works for me, but uh, some people are not about that. Some people like to do their own thing and that's okay. But for me, like I said before, it just kind of keeps, keeps me motivated, helps me challenge myself. And also in my experience in this year, I started, you know, I started from the in the in, when I first started running the, the, the social clubs, I was like middle of the pack, like nothing, 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 whatever. And it's not really a good measure of to show if you're getting faster or not. But you know, in your casual runs, when you're like on the front of the pack and people know you as a fast person, you're like, oh, okay, like there's a little bit of like you know a little pat on the back, and people are like saying like, yeah, they're re- people are recognizing it. So um, at the end of the day, it really is for yourself, like like you said. Um, but it is nice to also kind of have that litmus test and say, yeah, like. I'm seeing myself get faster and faster and it's easier for me to do it. And that's, that's super important. Yeah, no, I agree with that statement too. Like, well, just to start off, to go back a little bit to yeah. reflect on what you was talking about with, uh, throwing up and stuff like that. 
Uh, when I first started running, man, like this year in January, I was just doing a mile a day for like a month, and yeah. then I slowly picked it up a little bit, you know. But when I started, like I was like sprinting that mile, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, getting gassed out, yeah. like man, like getting like super exhausted, like heads pounding when you finish, and yeah. then you're like, oh man, like, well that was good. And then you do it every day like that over and over again, and like I saw no change, exactly. Like, Exactly. Everything was the exact same. Like the times were like within 10, 20 seconds difference, you know? And I'm like, I'm not getting really <laughs> any faster here. And uh started watching some YouTube videos and stuff and people were like, yeah, run slow. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? what? Yeah. I'm like, why? Like, what the heck do you do? So I was like, okay. So I started running slow, you know? And uh that's when I noticed the speed started to kick in. And then like now, like my sprint time oh, is, yeah. is my slow runs you know what i mean so like it's just like kind of wild like how like things change but yeah i was i was just thinking that was kind of funny how you were saying that because it's true like people will tell you like oh yeah you should do this and then you're like okay and then you just don't listen anyway oh yeah (laughs) and maybe a little bit background on that i um i was used to doing my speed work it was with my again my space space city elite like those guys run with you know they're all ex-college runners, right? You know, one guy ran a Baylor, ran a guy, which is a, was a sprinter at Morehouse. One guy worked, ran, ran a Prairie View in cross country. And so I was like, man, I just got to get as fast as these guys. If I'm not running with them, then I'm, I'm, a, like, I'm not, I'm not making progress. Right. And then, yeah, every single time they got videos of me where I'm just like, it's a joke. Like, oh, Riddell's going to throw up on this, on this, this workout every single time. And I do, or I almost I get to the point of gagging at least where I'm like, you know, I'm about to, to, to hurl. Um, and then I recently started getting with a running coach and, um, he had coached the NCAA for 20 plus years. Like he knows exactly what the heck he's talking about. Right. And I'm, he's building workouts for me. And I'm like, Hey man, like, you know, I can, I'm, you know, I can do these faster. Right. He's like, yeah. So, and I was like, yeah, but you know, like, should I be trying to like, well, I'm, I'm not feeling that like, you know, pushed that hard from, from these, from these workouts. And he was like, no, like that, that's not, that's not what it's about. It really is about, and especially in, in like this long distance running thing that we're thing that we've decided to commit our lives to for whatever reason. Um, you really is about that longevity, right? It's about doing this for, for a long time and getting faster and, and really progressing quickly. Um, so it, no, no need to kill yourself is, is what I, what I've seen from what I've learned. I'm still learning every day. I mean, we're, we're, it's still a new coach in my life, but, um, I've seen the results already. And so I've, yeah, he's a good testament to that. All right. How many guys are y'all in uh, this the Space City Elite? So right now we are about uh, about eight or nine strong at the moment. Um, we spend we're not necessarily like a social club in, in regards to like good guys run club or like the freaks run club. Right. Um, we're more so really focused on like 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 we talked before, really just focused on on the the speed the speed portion and doing workouts together. Um, and that's that's kind of it, it's. It's it's tough because you know of course it's a, it's an open group and I think we want to preach that, but we really also want to want to set the expectations like hey like we're going to be doing these workouts at these like paces, and you know you can come out and do whatever but we can't we can't necessarily like pull back other people to really, you know to to change to, to kind of accommodate for folks that are may not be at the same level, right. um, so it's 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 a it's a good balance. I, there I was definitely the slowest one for the longest time. I still I think I still am, but <laughs> it it's. Um, it is about eight or nine strong. It is open, um, and there are people. And if people have questions or like, I, like I want some workout ideas, any most of the guys in the group have a good understanding of like how to do it and how to like kind of help program for you. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's a it's a good tight knit group, and that's that's what it's about, man. Like having people 
iron sharp orange iron sharpens sharpens iron right like you, like you really need that that those group of you know girls or guys there to really keep pushing you and whether it's it's this or just life in general right that you need people to keep you accountable for in many ways so right love it yeah i love that you said that man that's that's such a true statement absolutely um so is there any like dues or anything that you'll charge for the membership for that? Oh or no, no, not at all. Free? Yeah, it, okay. it's free. If and somebody wants to to join, is there like Instagram that they can reach out yeah, to? Or? Yeah, they can join us. You can look at us on look us up on Instagram. Instagram, sorry, look us up on Instagram at Space City Elite Running. Um, a really, really great group. Um, really focused on. So we're based in the Third Ward. For those of you that are not living in the Houston, Texas area, that's more of a, an area that's um, kind of underserved. Um, and so we actually go to a, a meet at a high school that, you know, not no other clubs really go to, um, which is surprising. Um, it's not it's may some people may get the stereotype. That it's not a, very, a safe area. And I, you could probably, you know, see some some reasons why. But um, that's the goal of this of this uh, run, uh, running group and this, this training group is that we were based based in this area. We want to set create a safe space for people of, of all backgrounds to be able to come and run safely, but then also to run and challenge themselves. Um, and that's kind of been, been, been kind of our mission statement for a while. Like I said, in, in, in those who are aware, a lot of the, the universities that I mentioned these guys had run at before that I run with were all, are all, H, are all historical black colleges, right? HBCUs. And, um, we want to challenge ourselves, but we also like want to create a, a, a space where people feel welcomed and, a lot of times people that may come from different backgrounds may not feel welcomed going to necessarily going welcomed in a, in a certain social club. So it's, uh, it's, it's just trying to find that space for people to feel comfortable and to feel so challenge themselves. And so that, I really pride myself in being a part of something like that. That's, you know, a really, you know, I think it's a noble mission. Yeah. I love me. that. It's kind of yeah. like giving back to the community. So Absolutely. I love that statement. That's awesome. Definitely. Um, so what were, what would be like the key items that you would say that you've learned from your previous marathons and what do you plan on bringing from those previous mistakes or mm -hmm. achievements to this next marathon that you have coming up this weekend? Oh, definitely. Um, so I'm going to give a really great example because we talked about this half marathon. Oh my gosh, like 128, 14, sub 130. Like that's, this guy's going to go to Boston and all this stuff. But I'll tell you two weeks before that, I ran the Houston half marathon, which is just a smaller marathon hosted by the, the Houston Striders here. And I had, that was my, my A race. I was going to say, that's going to be my 130, sub 130, things going to be awesome. Bonked. One hour and 59 minutes. I, I, didn't, I don't know if I even told you about that, that run before this. But it really hurt me because, you know, this, this whole year I've been really on it. Like I was running a lot, 30 miles a week. Like this is my personality trait, right? <laughs> it really was. Like if you look at my social media, like run, 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 run. I mean, I do ambassador stuff for, for the Houston Marathon. And I also do things to where I'm not just a social runner, but also like I'm actually challenging myself. And, yeah, I showed up to the half marathon and I was embarrassed, you know, I, I, but at the end of it, um, I, started, I started off too fast. I started with my pacer, the, the one hour, 30-minute pacer. Um, I started with them, man, for the first three miles, I was talking, having a good time, blah, blah, blah. And man, I just, my stomach just started, started going and I, I, I hurled and I, and, and I threw up and then I, I tried to recover and I tried to run more again. I threw up again a few miles later and then I was like, this, this is, this is it. And I was so embarrassed. Um, you know, people that come to see me, they're like seeing me walking and people that I'm all and and, and you know, bless, bless everybody's hearts. You know, like literally all these people that I run with in the community, the Houston community, 
they were still running running by me. They're like, you're checking me. Are you okay, man? Are you okay? Like, what's what's wrong? Like, can you come on? You, you got it. You got it. And I love that. But at that point, I was just like, I just want to be done. Um, it, I honestly, at that point, that's when I signed up for the Cypress Half Marathon, which is two weeks later. I literally, during the half marathon, I looked up and I was like, what are the next half marathons? How can I redeem myself before the Houston full marathon, Chevron Houston full marathon in January? And yeah, it, it, it was, it was tough. And, uh, there were some mistakes I made. The number one was nutrition. Uh, the night before I was chugging, shoot, I probably had about two or three liquid IVs the day before, which is a lot of electrolytes for your body. And my body wasn't used to it. Um, and I also, you know, had all my friends, you know, had a, a friend who they ran the Berlin, uh, full marathon and killed it. And I was, I was training with her. She had run with, or she had like water, she'd run with a water bottle. Right. And like a, hand a handheld. Yeah. yeah. And so other friends who said the same thing, like run with a handheld, it'll save you time. Cause you know, you're trying at one thirty, like you have no time to stop for a table and like chug water and keep going. So I did, I did that as well. That was mistake number two. And then mistake number three was that, you know, I just started sort of going too fast from the beginning. And so those three mistakes, all of that, all is really just coupled in one big mistake is don't change anything before race day or don't change anything on race day. Rather train, right. how, train how you're going to race. I agree. I'd never wrote the water bottle before. And also in addition to that, the water bottle had electro had liquid IVs too. Right. So of course it did. Yeah, of course it did. So, and I knew cause my stomach was, was kind of messed up, but yeah, when nutrition was messed up, I had so much electrolytes in my body. And when I tried to drink to, to, to hydrate, it was more electrolytes. So I was like, I'm going to throw up even more. Um, and then, yeah, just just switching it up. Like you really need to train how you're going to perform. Right. And that was those are kind of the, the most recent um thing. And also it was like starting off fast. I started off way too fast and um at that point I did two things right after the, the that that half marathon. Number one, I signed up for the next half marathon two weeks later. That was a bit of an ego thing, but it was also like a an emotional thing. But I, I gave it a day or two. I usually try to give myself a day where I'm like, okay, do I really want to do this? Am I just like kind of just you know, butt hurt, <laughs> butt hurt about about bonking that. And number two, I I, I got a running coach. Um, literally, the guy that I've been casually you know running with for a while that I was like, yeah, maybe one day I'll be, you know, I'll ask you to be my coach, or one day I'll put it in. I finally was like, hey man, no, I'm being serious. Like I actually need your help because I'm putting in so much hours into this, and I feel like I'm doing a lot of work, but the results aren't there. What am I doing wrong? And like I said in, you know, in the previous topic, yeah, I was just going too hard. And I wasn't like being strategic about like my body rest and also letting my body, you know, get faster. Um, and so the so nutrition was, was the first thing, you know, don't don't change it. Number two, like, you know, um, you know, take take care, you know, take care of your, you know, your pace also. That was probably the biggest thing. Uh, for him, it sounds simple, but like two weeks later, I started off slower. <laughs> I got a little faster and I went really, really freaking fast at the end. And I like literally went from an hour, 59 minutes to an hour and 28 minutes, like 30 minute difference. And it sounds silly, but that's what he, that's what he strategy. He told me that, that was a strategy. Don't go all, don't try to stay one thirty forever. And I, 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 I kind of figured that, but I don't know. I was just like, Oh, it's race day. Like I'm going to, I'm going to start one thirty and get faster and faster, faster. But no, it was that's that if your goal is one thirty, then that's six, 645, 650 minute mile pace. I started at about a 710 for 710 for about four miles. Then I was at 650 for about six miles. And then the last three miles, his his idea was get faster, faster. And that last mile, 
be run a six minute mile. And I was like, heck no, I ain't doing that. There's no way I was gonna run a six minute mile there because it just has I, my body is not used to that kind of, uh, um, you know, that kind of challenge or that kind of you know um, that kind of race. But that's the idea that that he has been preaching to me. That's what I've been kind of training for. Is that on my tempo days? Is that you know I I maintain. As, you know, a goal pace for a long time, but then those last mile or, or two miles, depending on, on what his, his, his coaching, he, he coaches me in, those need to be, you leave it all out in the field and not to the point where you're throwing it, but to like, hey, it's controlled. And that is, that's the hardest thing about this stuff, right? Is like you really put it, you put it all in the field, but not too much. And, and you also need to have control too. And um, that, that's, that's what I'm trying to learn. I'm learning that's that for me, that really works a lot. And again, you know, what does he know? He's only been a, a NCAA coach for twenty plus years, and you know he's coached. I think he his one of his people he he coached for a while just um, won like the fifty the women's fifty k um, nationals or something, and that's I mean it's insane. Um, so yeah, uh, there lots of stuff to change, and lots of stuff lots of stuff that I had learned from that just that half marathon alone. And I think it, the one other thing that I think is, is going to change going into this uh, marathon that I have changed is really just putting in the miles, man. Those easy miles are, are just as important. All of those easy miles are just as important as those speed workouts, really just being able to just put time on your legs and just like loving this thing, you know, loving the sport. Yeah, no, I, I agree. That's that's huge. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, it's, it's all going back to taking that advice to you. Like, oh, yeah. You definitely have to. If somebody that has more experience, you definitely should listen to them. <laughs> uh, don't be hard headed and do some stupid mistake the day before the race. And like I've had that experience too yeah. before. But uh, my first half marathon experience, actually, like first half, half marathon race, I got COVID the week of. You kidding? No nah, man. So it was terrible, right? Like got sick like that Monday, and the race is the next uh, Saturday. So like I had six days. You know what I mean? And yeah. uh, I didn't run Yeah, Monday through Thursday, I don't think. I ran yeah. the day before like three miles, and I was like, well, here we go. You know, like, <laughs> I think it was actually on Sunday. I'm sorry. So like, yeah, yeah. I, I ran like a couple miles, but it wasn't like much at all. Like, and it, I was still wasn't 100%. Like, when yeah. I got there that morning, I was like really tired, and I was like, well, I already paid for this race. Yeah. You know, I'm at least going to go try, and if... And if anything else happens, I'll just turn around. Yeah. Maybe I'll just run the 5K, you know, maybe whatever. So I start running. I mean, I started off strong, you yeah. know, and I was like, oh, I feel great, you know. Yeah. I went out too fast. Too. Of course. And that's what killed me. Like, I started off too fast, and my lungs weren't weren't working functionally as they should. Yeah. And here I am trying to run a, I don't know, like 645, because I was, I was yeah. shooting for a 130, right? Yeah. 130 with COVID. Oof. What a joke. Oof. And, um, man, I remember I hit the, the 5K mark. Yeah. And I was like, I'm tired. <laughs> like, I want to quit right now. And I was like, nah, dude, like, you, you just got to keep going. Like, don't yeah. don't worry about the time anymore. Just finish. And um, that's what I did. I, I just kind of focused on f- finishing the race. And, uh, I mean, there's plenty of moments in that race I was like, you know, snot and everywhere like i think if you go look on my instagram you'll see like my shirt is just like kind of like stained up from oh, like no. me using it as like a rag no. it, yeah it was not good yeah but yeah that's just like one thing like i i knew i should have probably just like yeah realized i was sick and should have lowered my expectations so from the beginning so i wouldn't have Absolutely. been as like as upset about it but i mean it was a good learning curve and i'm actually kind of thankful that i wasn't 100 percent for that race because i feel like 
if I would have ran it out hard like I wanted to, yeah. I probably would have been more disappointed because I wouldn't have got the time that I wanted. Realistically, looking back now, you know. Yes, sir. But yeah, that's that's all great. Yeah, great info. Um, so tell us about the ambassador program that you're with on the Chevron Houston Marathon. So yeah. how did you get involved with that? Like, what was the the process like? Oh yeah, that that and that's great, man. That is honestly like one of the things that have really kept me really kept me going in this too, uh, going in this in this uh, this thing called running. Um, I'd actually just run the Houston Marathon at that point. Jeez, yeah, I just ran my two Houston marathons at that point. Um, cause one of them, yeah, one of them was, like I said, one of them was virtual. So, hmm. It was, yeah, it was either two or three. I mean, you can't, can't recall, but the whole point is that, you know, I applied for just to be in the bathroom, just, just an application. They open it every single year. And really what it is, is that again, that whole difference between a social runner and then a, like, a, like a, some people think, Oh, if you're a social runner, you're a social runner. If you're, if you're like a serious runner, like, you know, you're, you're just, you're just putting in the work. You're not really thinking about posting on social media and all that, but there are a lot of good examples where you can do both. You know, you're, you're a good example right here, but you're doing a podcast and you're still like really get, getting at it, which is awesome. And those are, those are really, those are the goals. And, um, kind of what you, you're probably, probably one of your goals is for this podcast is probably the same reason why I wanted to do the, the ambassador program in the first place. And that's how I kind of spoke into my application. Number one, this community really made me faster and really made me love the sport. So I wanted to, you know, really wanted to, you know, first of all, kind of be a part of it as a, be a leader or like an ambassador of it. And second of all, um, this, it also kind of, it, it really just want to be able to go back and go and give back and get people also to join this pyramid scheme called running this, this Houston, this Houston running community uh, pyramid scheme called running. And so, yeah, I, I think that was that was the biggest thing. It's really, and I applied for applied for the program, um, and really just spoke that you know that again, this community became my home away from home, um, way for me to challenge myself outside of you know outside on my fitness side, and then also just had an opportunity for me to get people also to join. And and I can see it, man. Like this is my second year being a, a Chevron Houston Marathon ambassador, um, and that helped me kind of get into the become the, the League of Garmin, also Houston Marathon or Houston captain, is that, you know, I was, was, was finally being able to, I was got the opportunity, just kind of this, this pedestal, I guess, to kind of tell people about this kind of sport and how much, you know, I love it, how much it's really like kind of, you know, ch- changed, you know, my, my personal life. And then um, people see that and they want to join. And there have been so many people in my life, my person, that just, Work, work friends or even just friends just you know just you know, me at bars even where there's like oh yeah like hey i see you run a lot i see you on social media like you know can you tell me more about like running like how what's you know how do you do that like how do you run a marathon like how can you even do this like like what kind of shoes should i get and all these kinds of, and, you know i'm no i'm no i'm no coach like i don't know the heck i don't, I don't know the right answer but i'll tell them <laughs> tell them my experience like i'm telling you right now like um it really is just an addicting sport and i mean it's great for you right i mean it, it's um, it's helped connect a lot of people it's a very accessible sport people you know, of all backgrounds, even, you know, different, um, runs, right. People that are running 50 minute, minute miles. That's cool, man. As long as you're out there and you're enjoying the weather, um, enjoying, you know, just the scenes, even when I travel, man, I mean, I, I run out there too. Like I've got runs in like in Asia when I, when I went out there, my own, like a, on a grad trip or even when with my family to Cancun, like a few months ago, like that was, was awesome. And just going on runs there, you could meet, you're meeting people from all over also too. So yeah, just, it's a really uh, great program. And I, I think it just really aligns with what I want to do right now. Just get people on and also just see how it's really changed my life for the better. 
Yeah, for sure. And uh, yeah, that's one of the reasons why I started the podcast, like you were saying, is like yeah. to influence others into like wanting to become better for themselves. But yeah. one of the things that was kind of like pushing me towards doing it was a lot of people were reaching out to me and like, man, I see you like, you know, because they saw a dramatic change, like the people that knew me before in, yeah. in 2022 to the 2023 version of me that's sitting yeah. in front of you right now mm-hmm. is drastically different. Yeah. And like, I'll show you some photos of me from last December to this December. And you're going to yeah. be, be like, there's no way. Really? Is but that drastic? It, it's pretty big. <laughs> yeah. You told you told me on our on our run this morning that, you know, it was you, you gave me weights, but like. I didn't realize it was that recent. Yeah, it was yeah. like forty six ish, forty five ish pounds or so. So in, in how long? Uh, like, so I mean, I dropped, I don't know, probably within the first three months, like thirty pounds or oh so. Oh my goodness! And then um, I don't know, like probably the rest of it was gone by May. So like five months in, it took me to drop that. But I mean, like insane. I went all in, you know, like <laughs> diet changed. I quit drinking alcohol. Yeah. Um, running, lifting, yeah. and like, you know, hitting sauna sometimes and, yeah, you know, doing like yoga stuff, like, like doing like all the right things. You know what I mean? The things that I should have done. Like I was pretty much like having to play catch up, you know what sure. I mean? Sure. To get me out of the rut that I'm in now. Now I'm just trying to maintain, but like I told you, I have other specific goals that I'm kind of after at this moment yeah. that are going to demand more. So I kind of have to keep, keep that intensity keep, going. Keep pushing, man. But yeah, what's uh what's your pace goal that you're looking for for this race coming up? Oh man, that I feel like that's bad juju to say it out loud. I feel on like a, that too. <laughs> I feel like that too. Yeah. Oh no. So so my goal right now is somewhere. I'm gonna be 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 conserved. I I it, my goal is to to be to to be better. Um, I'll, I'll give you a number, but I just I just want to say that. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll, I'll give you I'll give you a real number. That's the people don't want to hear that. Shut up, Rodell. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, based off of your your last time. Oh yeah. Is you you you're planning to reduce it, right? Oh yeah, definitely. Always always seek to to improve. Um, yes, I'm sorry. I'm trying to pull up my uh, <laughs> the time. Maybe I'm not, maybe I'm not actually ready for this marathon. Um, so yeah, so yeah, this is right. So my goal right now, so my last marathon was a was a was a three forty um, this year, just past January three uh, three forty one three forty two. I think that's uh, just like eight twenties or eight thirty minute mile uh, pace. My goal for this coming marathon is about a three oh five full marathon pace. So that's that that comes out three oh five you know pace. So it comes out to like a six. Sorry, I lied to you. Like around a seven minute mile pace. Which is crazy. I'm not even telling you that because, like I said, like <laughs> it that is pretty close to my first the the half marathon time I told you before. I think I, what did I say? It's a three eleven right. three eleven minute mile was my half marathon. Now I'm trying to go for a full marathon around that time range, around three oh five to three ten. So, um, and I really think you know I I I'm feeling like I you know I'm in, in good in a good spot to get there, but. You know, for me, man, at the end of the day, as long as I'm, I'm making progress, if it's 340, I think 343 in the last, my last marathon this January, this past January, I'm 342, man, I'm, already, I'm a happy camper because I just know like life is just about making, being better. Incremental increases. Yeah, incremental increase. And you know, like, you know, things, you know, things, things can happen, right? The weather could be bad and, you know, I could chug to me liquid IVs the night before or, you know, whatever, or, you know, something happens. I mean, th- at the end of the day, like we're on this train, we're, we're training ourselves and, and, and making ourselves better every single day. And you know, one 
data point is is not always is not going to be like the end of the world. It, but it's all about the increment, like you said. It'll be ups and downs, up and downs. But you're trending towards better, and that's that's what life's about to me. Right. Um, so, what kind of uh, nutrition plans and stuff do you do right now for oh, your yeah. runs? Yeah, yeah. So, um, I th- so in January, I, I mentioned to you in our run too. I, I actually went pescatarian, um, which has been a really big change for me. I was weighing about maybe 160, 165 pounds, and then last time I've, I've done a, an in-body scan at my gym, um, I'm sh- sitting around like a like a maybe 145, 150. So I, I'm five eleven because I know you can't see me. Um, on my dating profile, I'm six feet, but, um, <laughs> but my, um, yeah, that, that's been kind of my, uh, th- that's been a the huge nutrition change for me, um, in regards that's not even mid running. That's just like, you know, every day. So, you know, I'm eating lots of salmon. My mercury levels are off, off the chain right now, but I have salmon like almost at least every, at least once or twice a day. Um, a lot of whey protein to make it for the fact that I'm not getting enough, pro- like a lot of protein besides from that. Uh, from from meat, um, and from a, a running standpoint, I I'm, I'm very simple. I ha- usually my, I know I just said my half marathon didn't go, go didn't go great, but I actually have a liquid IV before my, before my runs just to help kind of keep with electrolytes, especially here running in Houston, Texas, where the humidity is insane and the it fe- the feels like meter or, or temperature is like 90s for a lot of a lot of the times 90s or hundreds 110 right liquid iv i mean staying hydrated is super important so yeah so usually my my my, my typical thing is is if i'm on race day i'll have a pop tart it just just works for me i don't know why but pop tart uh a liquid iv and then i'll, I'll have a, a goo uh in which is a I'll, just has like it just has electrolytes and carbohydrates and carbohydrates and amino acids that kind of stuff um, I have a Roctane, so it actually has caffeine. So actually, I don't drink coffee, which is a fun fact about me. Um, I do a lot of things for attention. One of those things is I don't drink caffeine. <laughs> um, and, but I just, I just don't. And so they have about 30, 35 milligrams of caffeine, which is a lot for me. So every three, uh, three miles or so, I'm having a Roctane uh, chocolate sea salt. Somebody sponsor me, please. Um, <laughs> I, 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 yeah, Man, look, me too. Please, I'm taking yeah. uh, a... <laughs> drop, them, drop them right now. Tag them right now. <laughs> right, dude. I'm, I'm on the, the BPN Go, oh, go okay. Gels. Yeah, yeah. The ones that Nick Bear just started. Oh, and, yeah. Dude, Are they good? Yes, yeah, they're great. They sound like applesauce. But um, <laughs> just yesterday on my run alone, I ate uh, seven of them, so... Oh, that's money, dude. Is that like every? It's thirty dollars for ten. Just put that in perspective. Oh my so, gosh. Yeah. wait, uh, how often are you having them? Every three. Every three, also. Oh, because you did twenty-three. That's right. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, it, and it's something you look forward to. And I, you know, I'm, I'm a creature of habit. I have had been having Roctane's um, chocolate sea salt since that did that half. That's that Star Wars Disney half marathon. That's how how long I've been sucking. And you know, you, you obviously can't see it, but I, I've got marks on my 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 arm right now. I have this the same armband I bought from Ross. <laughs> Six years ago, um, that I'd re- use my ha- yeah for eight ninety nine yeah eight ninety nine yeah for real yeah eight ninety nine Ross Ross sponsors too please wear it. Um, it actually is cutting into my arm right now. Um, yeah, so you, obviously you can't see it on on, on your podcast, but uh, yeah, my arm's all cut up because it's it's for whatever reason it's just starting to wear on my skin, <laughs> and the zippers are broken too. But I just ref- it's just kind of a, it's a lucky charm at this point. Um, I just kind of stick to you know I really stick to to, to the same. If somebody wants to send me an armband, also from your followers, that'd be great. If, if you can, I'm just I'm trying to get free stuff from your from your people now, so that'd be awesome. That'd be great. Oh man, yeah. Let me, let's see if I can hook you up with an armband for sure. <laughs> um, so what's let, let's say somebody buys a pair of running shoes yeah. today. What's what's one piece of advice that you give somebody? 
if they were trying to buy their first pair of running shoes for, to start to, running, to start yeah. running. Yeah, I, I would say, man, you, you, you got to try them on. Um, I mean, there's some rules of thumbs. Like number one, like usually size up either a half or or, or I do a, a, a full a full size personally, but some people just say half is fine. Um, I'd go to your local running store, man. Here in Houston, uh, Fleet Feet. Um, that's usually that's where I've gone before. They actually have a foot scanner. I don't, you know, for what it's worth, it tells you. It, first of all, number one, don't get scared if one of your feet are longer than the other. That's normal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I didn't, is there something wrong with me? Um, but yeah, I, I'd say definitely you know, try them on. You gotta like try them on and, and get go for a spin. And a lot of these run, these running store uh, shoe stores, they'll let you return after even after a few miles. And if you're just starting for the first time, I mean, number one, you know some of the basic things. Um, number one, you got to know that you whether or not you have flat feet, <laughs> whether or not you need some extra padding, you know, things like that. But number two, just, you know, that they fit your, your goals. If you're just going to, you know, wear them to go and, you know, just run casually. Yeah. Just, just get a daily trainer, go, go get a Nike Pegasus or go get like a, a Brooks ghost. That was my first pair of running shoes. Just, just something very casual, something, some stability shoes. Um, if you're trying to race, you know, but you're, but you're first starting at running. I, you don't. You really don't need those carbon plates, right? You don't need a two hundred fifty dollars shoe that falls apart after two hundred miles. You don't need an Alpha Fly to run your your Speaking local. Speaking of Alpha Fly, oh, you, you get the Alpha Fly threes. <sighs> no, I, I I have Alpha Fly ones that I've been sitting on that I need to use. So I just bought the twos. Oh yeah, you like them? <sighs> but now that I bought them, I don't know. Like I think a couple weeks before Thanksgiving. Yeah. Of course, the threes are going to come they out look, on the fourth they of look, uh, They look bad. Well, really. actually, they as of this so recording, it's already out. So. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> come on, go buy them <laughs> in the future or the past. I don't uh, know. Somebody, somebody, give me that too, please. Please, I just want free stuff. <laughs> please sponsor me. <laughs> yeah, please, Nike, please sponsor us. Dude, Nike's so lucky that we're we're name dropping them. But uh, but yeah, answer your question. Yeah, just when you're first starting, I mean, just try them on, give them a spin, and talk to those those local people at the store, man. They 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 know what they're talking about. Um, and if, if they if they hurt, they're probably not a good fit. <laughs> That's a, a simple way to know. Yeah, and, stick with your yeah. gut feeling too. I think absolutely. Don't buy alpha flies just yet. Don't if you're yeah. trying to win your your local turkey trot. Maybe I mean you could if you really wanted to be that guy. But if you're doing a skips and b skips and c skips and doing all these crazy warm ups for the, the local turkey trot to go you know rag on some high schoolers and middle schoolers. I mean, good for you, man. But <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. No, the alpha flies are man. They're yeah. nice. They're nice They're for bad. sure. But they uh, they come bad. with a price tag for sure. Oh yeah. Um. No, but like I guess we took the shoe route. But that's great. That's great. Yeah. But oh no, like Love what shoes. would you like tell somebody to do if you was a run coach? Like what what would yeah. be like a piece of advice? Like for for picking the shoe? No, 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 no. Like once you you bought the shoes. Yeah. Now what? They're oh, yeah. asking you like, hey, what do you think I should do tomorrow? Oh yeah. Whew. Man, if you if you're just starting for the first time, I mean, number one is like, what's your goal? If your goal is to go run a marathon, you want to go run a marathon, which you know, a lot of people are just inspired by what they see. And, you know, inspired they say, hey, I want to go run a marathon. I want to go run the New York marathon. Yeah, I, I want to go to Boston. Of course, Boston. everybody wants to yeah. go to Boston. Yeah, just just get it. Just just book a ticket, man. You don't need to go run. But um, <laughs> I'd say for for your your first run, man. I mean, just just take it easy. I mean, really, just just enjoy it. Go jog in your local park. Go jog with your friends. Go join. Go run at the social group. And just just kind of get to get get to used to 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 enjoying the, to loving the sport. I mean, at the end of the day, like I said, um, the majority of your runs should be that conversational pace anyway. So you should be able to just enjoy this. You know, like talk about your day, go complain about your wife or something like to some of these people at this bar as you're running. Like that's great. <laughs> it's it's good for you. It really is. 
Um, there's no need to like jump on, jump the next day into a speed workout where you're vomiting and stuff like Matt. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, that was um, me still learning about <laughs> what I was doing. Don't vomit. I think that's 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 the rule. Oh yeah, for sure. If if you're throwing up after you run, you're you're pushing yourself too hard. <laughs> um. So n- now that I kind of got that question out the way, yeah. that's something I always ask everybody. But yeah, the next question I always ask everybody is, um, why are you personally doing this? Hmm. That's great. That's a hard one. But oh yeah, it, and it's probably long winded, and it can be. But oh, yeah. I just want to know, like, what keeps you going? Why do you, uh, what gets you up in the morning to go run the miles when it's dark, when it's cool, when it's raining, when nobody else is out there watching you, like we was talking about with that, yeah, virtual marathon. <laughs> yeah, you know, number one, I, I, this this has been changing for me. It's been pivoting for me because number one, I used it used to be people. It used to be the people, right? It used to be people's approval. I, I'd say I'm not, I'm naturally just a people pleaser. So I'm like, oh yeah, let me, let me get on Strava. Let me post a really fast run. Let me get the fast pace in. Let me let people see like my heart rate slow, all this kind of crap. Um, I mean, that's not sustainable. You know, people are going to move on. People are going to like have their own, their own goals. People are not going to give you the same, you know, that home, same dopamine kick of like giving you a kudos on Strava or like, you know, like liking your stuff on Instagram it's this, this, that's not what this is about to me. You know, my, the thing that really keeps me going is just that, that personal growth. Like I said, I mean, now that I've really committed to this, I really see like, like who I am as a person. I see how I can prioritize things and say, Hey, like, Hey, um, Oh man, I can't, I can't remember the quote exactly, but Kipchoge has this really great quote. I'll, I'll send it over to you after, but he says something along the lines of like a, like a disciplined life is a free life or something along those lines. Basically like when you know what you want to do with your life, you don't have to, 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 to worry about it. You don't have to think about, Oh my gosh, like, what am I going to do this? I'm going to do that. No, I know that my goals are, I want to go run Boston, right? Or I want to do that. So I know, so I can live and not have the, the, the stress of choice or the stress of, of uh, making this, like making those decisions. I know that, Hey, Monday, I'm going to do my easy run. Tuesday, I'm going to do my speed. Friday, I'm going to do like my, my tempo. Sunday, I'm going to do my long run. That, I mean, that that's that's why I keep doing this because I, I've set my set goals for myself. Um, number one is just to, to for the the Houston Marathon in January, um, and number two is just to, you know, for that that personal that personal uh, growth and that personal um, advancement. That's really what keeps keeps me going now. I'd say the people definitely keeps me there. I mean, they helps me make me helps me enjoy it more. But I'm learning that that's not that that's not always that can't be that's not always going to be there. Right. Because what if I get a job and I, you know, or something happens in my personal life where I need to go move and go live in Timbuktu. Let's go say I go live in, you know, I would go live in. The, sorry. You might have some maybe you have some listeners out there, but let's say I'm in the middle of Alaska. Right. For all of your Alaskan listeners. I'm sorry. Um, if I get dropped there, am I still going to run? You know, am I still going to run 60 miles a week? You know, at the moment, I'm not sure. But I think if I knew that, hey, my goal is still to run a marathon at like a certain pace or run this specific marathon. I know that I'm going to do it. But it's the people are not going to. There's no people there. <laughs> sure, I hope there's some people in Alaska. I hope we don't have any Alaskan listeners. But, I, don't, I don't think so. <laughs> but um, yeah, like there won't be people there for the bars. There won't be any. No, it's no freaks. There's no good guys around club. There's none of these clubs here where I'm gonna like go drink a beer after. And so, what are you? What am I going to do with my time? And like, what am I going? What are my goals in life? And what are my priorities? So, yeah. In the end, it's it's just for personal growth and to achieve the goals that I you know that I've set apart for myself. Right on, dude. Right on. Yeah. So, um, do you ever plan on running an ultra race or anything? Oh gosh. 
you know, I, you know, I keep telling people that I will never run more than a marathon. Like, heck no, I'm not. But I'm, I'm easily, I'm easily influenced. If, if you were to tell me that tomorrow that you want to go, run, you want to go start training for an ultra, I, I probably would be down. Unfortunately, that like, ugh, you might please censor this out if I end up like, <laughs> like lying to you. I, no, I, I, I. I do one just to do it. I, I think the marathon is, is, is a lot, is already taxing enough on the body. Right. Um, and I, I, I want to keep, I want to be that guy that's 65 years old, that's seven years old. That's still doing this, you know? Um, so I do it just the buckle list thing, but I don't, I don't, I don't know if it's a, uh, I don't know. I, I could be wrong though. I, I think maybe a year from now we could, we could do another interview. Like, yeah, I'm an ultra runner now. I love this crap. I want to do it forever too. So, right. Yeah. At yeah. the moment, no, I have no plans. I think I, I would like to do one eventually just yeah. to see about doing it. But yeah. personally, I, 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 just, I don't know. I guess it's still because I'm still too new. You know what I mean? But like, yeah, it's like sure. a, it's a completely different game. And I feel like it's more slow running than, you know, more speed work. And like, there's a lot of eating involved, so I think I have to kind of get like my stomach more kind of situated, you know? Definitely. Because like Definitely. sometimes when I'm eat like doing the gels, I feel like, man, like this is like getting like kind of old and repetitive. And I mean, oh, like yeah. just imagine doing that for 24 hours, <laughs> oh, like, gosh. and then it becomes less of a per mileage and more of a per time. time. Definitely. So like I was like, I just imagine every twenty minutes you're hitting that same gel or the same granola bar or the same whatever it may be, and you're like constantly with this backpack. Oh with, yeah. You know your hydration stuff, and you yeah. got sticks in your hand. You're going up a mountain or whatever. And it's yeah. just Like you're in the middle. Yeah, you're in the <laughs> desert. Yeah. I don't like it. It. What I, what I like about the marathon is like it's a standard, right? It's a standard time. It's a it's a it's a it's a very understandable standard to like a, like a mainstream person, mm-hmm. right? And you're like, oh yeah, that's that's a golden standard for like you know fitness or something. Ultra marathons, I mean, I feel like at that point you're getting off into the weeds and you're just like very becoming it's becoming very niche. But man, there's some cool as heck runs out there that people do. I mean, people run like national parks and people run like mountain ranges and stuff. I mean, that is pretty pretty awesome. So. I could be convinced again. If you just said tomorrow, let's do it. Hell, I'll do it right now. <laughs> I'll go do it. But no one's asked me yet. Right. What's a one marathon race that you would like to do? <sighs> I mean, besides the basic, the basic world, like six. Yeah. The basic six world majors. Everybody says like, go, you want to go do that. Um, I don't know if it's a marathon, but there is a run that you can do on the great wall of China. Really? Yeah. It sounds, it sounds super awesome. I've looked into it. I think it's a marathon. If not, that's pretty cool, actually. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. How long is the Great Wall of China? I feel oh, like I've known that before, but like, <laughs> I don't remember. Wikipedia. <laughs> so, uh, hey Siri, yeah, hey, Siri, yeah. <laughs> what what is that? What is Joe Rogan? Doesn't Joe Rogan like say, "Hey, like pull this up"? Like, yeah, I, d- I don't have one of those people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, not yet. Yeah. <laughs> I am that person, <laughs> and, then, and then it takes me a little while sometimes because I don't find yeah, like a, a direct answer. Don't say something like, "Buy me some time, bro, real quick." Yeah, like, see, yeah. Like, now we have to like kind yeah, of look up something so I can find out how awkward. long is the Great Wall of China. Now, now I got to like sing or something or, or do do a little dance. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd say the, the Great Wall of China, that's a really random thing that I think that'd be into. But yeah, I mean, like, in, in all honesty, I, you know, Boston, of course, is everybody's goal. Oh, you ready? You pulled it up. You ready for this? I'm ready. Do you need a drum roll? You might want one. This okay. is an ultra. Edit, edit the drum, yeah, edit the drum <laughs> roll in. Edit it in. All right. We're looking at 13,171 miles. That's more than 26. It, it must be a little piece. <laughs> that's more than 26.2 miles. Is it really 13,000? Oh my gosh. 
That's yeah, a lot of wall. Okay, so for <laughs> European people, 21,196 kilometers. You got, you got European listeners? I have a few. Oh, really? No, there is a few. But no Alaskans yet, thankfully. No Alaskans. Thankfully. You know, we don't we mess hate, with those other two yeah, states. We hate Alaskans. If you're not in the lower 48, <laughs> <laughs> all jokes aside. Yeah. <laughs> but... Yeah, man, I appreciate your time today and yes, letting sir. us uh, link up and hit the run. You got anything else you want to add in, Shout throw in? What's what's your Instagram so people oh, can find you? Sure, yeah, my Instagram is at Rodell Allen, so R O D L A L L E N. Um, I'd say the the biggest thing is, man, just keep doing what you love and and find the things you love. Sometimes, you know, like I said in the beginning, like I did, I didn't want to run. I wanted to, to lift weights and be be a big, strong, you know like dude and the standard the is standard, nick yeah. bear yeah nick bear i want to be nick bear but not without the running uh but then people like nick bear exist and people like you like want to be hybrid athletes or crazy people and yeah and, they, and you really just find the people that like you know keep you going every day and then you also find you know the goals for yourself and really just got to find those passions just keep doing it you know i i came in i, I did not run in college or right? i didn't run in high school i didn't do any sports you know growing up like i mentioned really and now this is a big part of my life and I really just want to preach that, that, you know, some of those passions are things that you just haven't been able to try it. And right. um, once you do it and you find it, just, just really just keep doing it because that's, that's what keeps it going. It, it makes life exciting. So yeah, I appreciate you having me, man. This has been awesome. Yeah, dude, for sure. And I'm going to leave off with a little Bible verse. I always kind of add yeah. something. So on. this one comes from uh, Proverbs 13, 20, and it says, walk with the wise and become wise, mm. associate with fools and get in trouble. <laughs> Oh man! So. Why are you looking at me like that, man? Oh no, no, no. I'm just, I'm just saying. <laughs> I was said, gonna say I consider fools. And he no. looked at me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, man. I was considering you as as walking with oh. the wise. So you should put but, episode of the wise. <laughs> no, nah, nah, I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> but no, nah, that's it, bro. So I appreciate the time. Yes, thanks, sir. thanks for uh, tuning in, yes, you guys. And with that, Rodell kicked me out of his house about five minutes later. <laughs> no, nah, all jokes aside, man. Uh, Rodell's super cool guy. You know, he's, uh, like I said, heavily involved in the running community in Houston. I could be more thankful for my old college friend, uh, Mokhtar, who lives in uh, the Houston area as well, along with a few others. But Mokhtar introduced me to Rodell, like I said, last, you know, early fall kind of deal. And uh, I was happened to be there on a Thursday. So I got to hit the, the Good Guys Run, Run Club event and uh, I met Rodell there and, you know, had a great time and ended up uh, leaving there and, you know, came back to Baton Rouge and ran the next morning actually with um, the people in Baton Rouge. So, but I was super thankful that I was able to make that run and, uh, you know, meet some new faces and that's what this is all about. So, could be more thankful for them for allowing me to run with them in their city and yeah that's all i pretty much have for this week um if you guys are running the full marathon or the half or any of the other events like i said earlier good luck to you um i'll be praying for everybody that is you know on the roster just broadly but um yeah i hope you guys have a great a great run and and you exceed your expectations so with all that said, it's time for you to get back on your grindstone so you can achieve the next milestone. I've been set free. I've got a long way to go. But Lord, I know there's not a step I'm going to take 
when you're not with me. I've got a long way to go, but Lord. 